Hey, you're still here? Well, thank you for coming back and Happy New Year. My name is Nicholas and this is Let's Unpack That Season 2, Episode 1. Yes, we're already on our second season and we're starting things off talking about 2020. Where everyone needs to debrief, everyone needs to talk it out. So I got my friend Jasmine, a really, really good friend. We've been friends forever, and she's my first friend I've ever used for a passport reference. Weird, I know. Hear me out. Our conversation is super fun. Thanks for listening, and enjoy. Jasmine. Hi. Uh, How are you? Nervous. Why are you nervous? Uh, I don't know. You know, I I don't do this. I don't talk on Zoom and I don't podcast. I'm a podcast listener. Big fan. Always a friend of the pod, never on the pod. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Tell the people about yourself. Who are you? Hi, everyone. Why do we care? I'm Jasmine, um, you know, lifelong Nick Stan and friend. Um, I've known Nick since we were kids. We swam together, we fought together. We went to we laser quest we, together. We didn't fight like in the armed forces. <laughs> we fought like in Taekwondo. <laughs> At the YMCA. <laughs> um, but for those of you who don't know me, I'm uh, on my hot girl shit for fucking I'm life. I'm a hot girl. I do hot shit. And that's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. What else you need to know is that we finally made it through 2020 snaps indeed snaps claps round of applause it was like the year that would never end you know the song that would never end that was 2020 you know um when i was in swimming lessons we used to sing the song never ends treading water what yeah so he would be our teacher would throw us in the water and be like okay guys let's sing the song and we'd be like this is a song that never ends it goes on and all my friends people started singing it knowing what it was And we'll keep on taking it forever just because, and then it'd be like five minutes killing time. That is literally torture for the kids and mostly for the instructor. Which now that I think about it, mm-hmm. now that I have taught lessons, mm-hmm. it's like terrible teaching. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to ask you to name drop, but I think you should. Um, he definitely doesn't listen to this. He does not know who I am. Um, do you remember- no. Yeah. No, I don't. He was the one who infamously um, shut down the server for pirating movies. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. I do remember. Yes, yes. Oh, what a king. <laughs> I hope he's uh, having a good day. I hope so, too. I hope so, too. Um, now that you remember that, let's remember some things that happened <laughs> in 2020. Yes, definitely. Elephant in the room. You know what? This COVID-19 has turned 20 already it's been almost a year pandemic was i don't want to say the highlight man 2020 was just like a shit show from like a political standpoint a health standpoint Mm -hmm. uh you know social standpoint it was Mm -hmm. just all over the board and no one saw it coming and nobody uh, yeah Mm -hmm. a mess uh we got COVID-19. Um, Harry and Meghan left the royal family, for those who care. That happened in 2019. The Australian bushfires were in January. Um, very sadly, Kobe Bryant passed away in January as well. 
Um, okay, pause. Where were you when you found that out? I was teaching a first aid course and uh, some one of the um, students was like, hey, Kobe Bryant just died. And I was like, huh? Excuse me? Where I was at the Mississauga library studying for what I don't know why because I never go there but for some reason I decided to go study there and I was doing I want to say it was either chemistry or math something that I hated and something that I really needed to focus for and my phone was just blowing up nonstop, and it was my cousin group chat and my cousin was like hey Kobe Bryant's dead and everyone was like nah man like no. fuck you like there's no way he's dead like that's the goat like there's no fucking way and he was like, no, guys, like he's dead. So then like everyone just started doing their research and was like, he's dead. Like, oh, my God, this is so sad. And I was just like, wow, like I'm fucking hurt. And then I went home and my dad and my brother and my mom are all huge basketball heads. And they were all like genuinely sad over his death. And I was like, I mean, mm-hmm. as pretty much everybody was right. He was yeah. an institution in and of himself. Outside know, of basketball. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, rest in peace, Kobe. And, and Gigi. Yeah. And uh, everyone else on that plane that passed away, sadly. Yeah. RIP. Um, President Trump, he was impeached for the first time yeah. last year. Um, <laughs> I, I have nothing to say, but. We'll touch more on <laughs> Trump. What the fuck? Sure. Yeah. Um, Happier News, Parasite swept the Oscars as the first international foreign language film to win Best Picture. Did you watch Parasite? I didn't. Me neither. No. I don't know why. Maybe it's, just, you know what? I think, you know what I think it was? It's because my small brain was like, you're not going to be able to understand the plot and read the subtitles at the same time. You don't like subtitles? I don't like subtitles, No. I that, love subtitles. Is that a character flaw? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> do I have them on Netflix still? Yes. Mm. I do. I like need to watch something with subtitles. Otherwise, it's like, I don't know. But I also have like the attention span of a rat. So like, I don't know. Does if it keep you, you, does it something keep you read, glued? Yeah, yeah definitely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then um, by, uh, President-elect Joseph R. Biden the second became the Democratic presidential nominee. And he's taking office in what, 11 days? 11 days. And then early, like last week, um, we took back the Senate and the House and the White House. Amazing. What a time. Big ups to Georgia, my my guy John and and Reverend Warnock. Oh yeah. There's, There's lots of deaths. Lots of, lot of death. Um, yeah. My family is, we're big Jeopardy fans. Oh. Alex Trebek passed away in November. RIP. Only a couple months ago. Um, his last episode was aired yesterday. Did you watch they, it? I did. He, they had a very nice tribute for him at the very did end. Did you cry? No, but it was, it was, it was. It was sombering, that's for sure. Because he did that show for 37 years. And then we'll finish with what I personally think 
is the best thing to happen in 2020. The COVID-19 vaccine came like that. It came so fast. There's new um, new companies are putting out vaccines like nobody's business. Left, right, and center. Left, right, and center. And to be honest, thank God. Hell yeah. I'm actually taking a course this year, this oh. term on the fundament fundamentals of immunology. So I'm excited. Like what a relevant time to take. Oh my God. Okay. That's, that's going to be so interesting. I know. I'm actually really excited. I wish. <laughs> um, I mean, if it, no time like the present, right? Let what well, out of that list, out of some other lists out of your head, Mm-hmm. What were some of your favorite moments? Okay, this is not a favorite moment, but it's a what the fuck moment. It's a fa- favorite moments and what the fucks, yes. Do you remember? Okay, yeah. you know what? Two words. Toilet paper. What was that about? <laughs> I don't understand what survivalists or like panic shoppers wanted with so much toilet paper. I'm not going to lie, though. My family definitely partook in that. And oh, they contributed to really? the panic. Definitely. Definitely. Wow. We, we didn't because Ugh, we, we, were, smart. we were the people out there like a week or two after just like looking for toilet paper. Like it was a crisis. We were like, well, what, yeah. what are we going to do? And we're not so far, like so... Um, uh, so forward thinking that we've installed bidets on all the toilets in the house Mm. so we just don't need toilet paper we just needed some and we were like (laughs) hmm you know what I remember I was in Waterloo when that was happening like during the thick of it and my friends literally were stealing toilet paper from the school and so I go over to like my friends houses like student houses and they would have the huge industrial rolls of fucking toilet paper in their bathrooms, just like casually sitting there. And I'd be I mean, like, how did you do that? And they'd be like, I stole it. And I'm like, isn't there a lock on like the covers of the toilet papers? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm not gonna ask you any more questions. Because <laughs> then that would make you an accessory to theft. <laughs> um, my, my first what the fuck it's two things that go hand in hand with each other one Mm -hmm. face masks if you would have told me last year Mm -hmm. this time that I'd be having to wear a face mask whenever I leave the house and not leaving the house at all Mm -hmm. I would have called you crazy and then gone out to a bar and probably I don't know like licked the ground out of spite (sighs) Now, I am not kidding you. I like around Christmas and the holidays, I got like maybe like 20 masks because they were on sale. Like they're all like on this like hook thing, but all Mm -hmm. just kind of sitting here and they're getting caught in a bag, but like they're all on the thing. They're all my masks. You have so many. Yeah. For those listening, I have like a weird like belt hanger with like and 15 masks hanging on it. Which one's your also, favorite one? I just oh, have to know. My favorite one isn't even that fun, but the ones from the Peace Collective, they mm-hmm. just fit my face. They have a wire in the nose, but my oh. glasses don't fog up. Oh, ideal. Yeah, 
And then my second one that goes hand in hand with that is the rise of the anti-maskers. Oh, yeah. We should have seen that one coming. I'm just so beyond confused. Like, ah. we saw it with seatbelts. We saw it with condoms. You know, people are just not going to listen. People want to be different and people. Lack. Enough people just don't have general public health in mind. Yeah, that's for sure. But then those same people are the same ones who were like, um, give me the vaccine. I want this to be over. Then wear a mask, Linda. Like, <laughs> Hello. Like I was watching a stream yesterday and someone in the, in the chat was like, um, I don't trust the vaccine or X, Y, and Z. And then the person streaming was like, I don't understand what the fuck, like what the fuck is there to trust? What the fuck is there to trust? And people in the chat were like, um, it's okay, they, can, they can have their own opinions and X, Y, and Z. And I was sitting there shocked because the main demographic of this per- like they're it's a game street. They're playing Among Us. Mm-hmm. And I, the, the main demographic is like teenagers and young adults. But what do you, like, I don't understand where the disconnect is. Maybe it's because my mother has always worked in public health administration. Maybe it's because I am in a health-related stream right now maybe it's because i have common sense i don't know i don't i don't know and i don't think i ever will yeah i i feel like it's a lot of echo chambers like on the internet where somebody Mm -hmm. will say one thing and everyone will just be like yep and contribute to it and then you know do you have a favorite moment do you have something lighter um going back to masks before COVID-19 like fully hit North America and it was just a thing in like you know Asia and like Asia yeah um I was still going to clubs with like me and my girlfriends and my parents being you know part being pharmacists were like Jasmina there's gonna be a pandemic you have to wear a mask like and they gave me like three medical masks before it was a huge thing and I was like mom dad like what am I gonna use this for like I, I don't want to use it. Like no one's using it here, like blah, 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 blah. And I was actually going to a club and I was joking around with my roommates and this is totally distasteful, like looking back now, but I was like, guys, should I wear a mask to the club? And they were like, totally do it. And I was getting a booth and bottles that night. So then I was going to be in the booth with my bottles, with a mask on in a cute little cheetah print dress, living my uh. best life. But little did I know that that mask would become a necessity in day-to-day life. Little did I know. The last time that I would have possibly gone out anywhere mm-hmm. was my birthday last year. Oh. And guess what? <laughs> guess what I didn't fucking do? Go to the club? I didn't go to the club. Oh, what an L! And I texted Ooh. my friend Jenna the other day and I was like, girl, I miss going, going up to Guelph, going to Trappers, that nasty hole in the wall and just writhing around on the floor. Oh, man. Oh. Um, I have a favorite, um, that's a really good unintentional segue to one of my favorite moments. Mm-hmm. My sisters have become fantastic bartenders. Shut up. No way. I'm not what? even kidding. Like, you know, that vine of those, yeah. like, uh, not vine. Oh my God. TikTok. It's like these middle-aged women who was okay. like, hey, it's time for a beverage, you know? 
And then these women just pop out of like behind the shed, on the terrace, um, behind the fence, on a chair. And they're like, oh, Bev Roger, you know? So we've adopted, <laughs> we've adopted that. And I love that. 5 30, 5 o'clock, whenever they start cooking, it's time for a bit for Gino. So it's like, um, so you're telling me your alcohol tolerance is on the up. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> and I'm not complaining because you know what? I love that. I did a lot. I was not to make a mockery of addiction because I know it's a very serious disease, but like I maybe was downing a bottle of wine every like three days for the first like six. That's eight not weeks. Bad. That's not bad. That's okay. you know the first couple months. It was of, tough. Oh God. Hello. Tough is an understatement, and I and I'm fully cognizant of like him. There are people dying. Mm-hmm. But like everyone went from Friday afternoon hearing, oh yeah. March break was ex- is extended. Um, schools oh, are like what? taking the week off. End of day Friday, schools closed. March March break vacation has been indefinitely extended. Um, work from home. Everyone started working from home. People like the grocery stores. The toilet paper started. Mm-hmm. So, I think the glass of wine was warranted. I definitely remember that Friday when before the end of the world. Where were you on Friday, March 13th, 2020? I was, this is totally irresponsible, but my friends and I in Waterloo, like my close friends and I, we threw a pandemic party between like a couple of us and we were just like partying like it was the end of the world. Like literally it was so much fun. Um, and I have like really good fucking videos from that night of my friends just being dead on the couch and rolling around and shit. But that was like the end of the world party. And then we all went home after that. It was like, okay, see you guys never. Like we're going into lockdown. Oh. And that was that. That's as irresponsible as that is. And I realize that there's entitlement behind my voice when I say this, but I wish I was there. <laughs> it was... It, in hindsight, yes, it was irresponsible, but it was before COVID really caught on in like Canada mm-hmm. and was really present in like Kitchener Waterloo, to be to be honest. Like, yeah, remember, like, mm-hmm. non-existent there. So then we were like, whatever, let's just fucking do Why it. Why not? Yeah. And um, yeah, then we had our pandemic party and we all kind of like split ways. What a way to stop, though. You know what I mean? It was, Yeah. What a way. What sucks what a- about going out like that, though, is that that term specifically, like my mental health, my grades, like my social circles were all like just solid. Like I was just like yes. living my best life. And like everyone in my house was on the same page as me. Like mm-hmm. the girls that I lived with, all we were all like vibing, like which never really yes. happened because usually someone's having like a mental breakdown, like some, like someone. But I don't know, we were just having a great time. And then all of a sudden, like, it was like, hey, you have to actually stop living your best life and go back home and isolate. Everything was coming up roses. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. From everyone that I've talked to was having the time of their life. Yeah. And then you turn around next second, you've hit rock bottom. Literally. And then you're drinking like fucking wine all night. 
and so you're, you're just on like, FaceTime like crying to somebody because like you miss them you, or like you're lonely or like you know I was where was I oh I was at school I went to school that day mm-hmm. um I had I went to my class I was doing whatever and I was waiting for Samantha to get back to school because she was on a bus um from her lab and all of a sudden like my friends like hey Nicholas come watch this the prime minister is addressing people and I was like Uh (laughs) "Hmm? excuse me Mm -hmm. and then we went over to watch it and like he was speaking in French and like my mediocre high school French brain was like oh god this is your time and he was like yep you guys um if you're Canadians abroad it's time to come home and I was like gagged I didn't know what to do with myself I I was like whoa and then school started shutting down yep and I it was like um in no in not in this order but it was like Laurentian UIT Waterloo Guelph McMaster McGill like everything was shutting down yeah and I was like oh my god what is what is going on I got home and that weekend we were supposed to be in Guelph for a dance competition. Oh yeah, because it was in March. Yeah, because it was it was our it was our big competition. Like the one yeah. two, the one two weeks before it was like a warm-up, and this is our big competition up in Guelph. And I got I was texting with my with my co-captains and I was like, what's going on? Because they were emailing mm-hmm. back and forth with us about I feel about the standing of the event and everything all of a sudden um I was like okay I need to take a break I am going to I'm going to take a shower and then I come out of the shower to a call from the competition one of the directors of the competition and she was like yeah um unfortunately we have to cancel the event and I was broken I was like <sighs> like naked and afraid like a towel still on dripping wet and I was like um uh, okay um thanks I was like, like what can you say no to be like I, I remember what I said and I was like Shauna, her name is Shauna and I was like Shauna I'm gonna be totally honest with you I'm about to have a mental breakdown um I will probably call you tomorrow and then I hit oh. off the phone I threw it on my desk and I was like I sat on my bed and I was like what am I gonna do yeah like what am I, I have to tell everybody first of all yeah I have to do all this x y and z this and the other thing what about the hotel room that I had booked what about um petition fees but about all this stuff yeah and then I woke up the next morning and I had like 63 different message messages from people like what's going on like are we still going mm-hmm. uh because people were like oh I'm gonna go anyway just to go out yeah which looking back is like terribly irresponsible yeah but um, I mean to be fair like no one knew no one knew how no, bad it was gonna be yeah it was, it was, it wasn't a reality check, but it was like weird, like everything, someone hit the stop button, not even the pause button. Someone hit stop and nobody knew what to do. Nobody yeah. knew what to do. So then on Sunday night, I was like, well, um, who knows what to do now? Yeah. So I was writing a, I wrote a, a blurb thanking everybody for 
their work and their time. This is what's happening. Dance is canceled. I love you. Good night. Oh. And then I had the week because remember all of the schools like took a week to off. Yeah, to prepare. Week off. For, like the rest of the term. And then stuff went downhill yeah. from there. My yeah, hair I think I was, was like. Uh, yeah. I think I was drinking a lot during that week. Like I can't really remember what I was doing. So I was mm. probably drinking like every day. Yeah. It was, but, it was hard. But like COVID took a lot from so many different people, like, like people who are graduating prompts, mm-hmm. you know, like people's last seasons in sports, like our friend Rachel, like her last season in university, like varsity soccer was taken away yeah. from her. I remember she texted me, she was crying, like, you know, it just took a lot. It took yeah. people, took people back to like isolation, which is like a crazy thing to say and think about. It was really leveling though. Mm-hmm. And that everybody was kind of like, nobody knew what was going on. Yeah. No one knew. It was just like, okay, this is happening. I'm going to listen. So like, I think, right. I don't think there was a lot of resistance at first to what was being said. No, I don't think the resistance really, the resistance like Star Wars really started <laughs> up until things later started on. opening up again. Yeah. Like later on in like the summer, things started opening up again and then people, and then again in the fall, things shut down. Yeah. As cases were just skyrocketing and people were like, well, what's the point of locking down if nothing's gonna come a bit? And I think that's where most of the um, the apprehension and the rebellion, mm-hmm. for lack of a better word, really comes from. Um, yeah. Honestly, though, it's I'm happy that we have access to all of the technology that we have. Yeah. Imagine doing a quarantine with like the radio. <laughs> Holy shit! I couldn't no. even imagine. <laughs> no. No, no. It would, oh. And I was talking about this with everyone a couple of days ago. Like everyone in this house, like my sisters, my mom, and my dad for a while, like we were all at home and we all like have our own space. We all have our own uh, like technology or whatever to do whatever and keep ourselves occupied and keep in contact with people because that's really what most people I would hazard a guess and say used yeah to keep going because they can't go out and see people the next best thing is to hop on um facetime like text somebody zoom yeah like drunk zoom phone calls with your friends like oh yeah it was fun for a while people were doing like the hoots about their friends oh yeah Um, we were supposed to do that but I was going to say we were supposed to, but then somebody, some was people, two people, <laughs> Rachel and Jasmine, decided to just, oh, I haven't done it yet. Oh, I lost it. Oh, I have this surprise thing I have to do. Yeah. I'm not yes. bitter. <laughs> I totally did mine. I don't know what happened. No, I it's totally fine. I mean, at least we have it in the back pocket. It's there. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely there. I mean, and Rachel right now um, is stuck in New Brunswick. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So maybe, maybe, I don't know. Rachel, if you're listening to this, we're holding you accountable. And if you're not listening to this, 
serves you right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, technology was super good. But on the flip mm-hmm. side, you know, I feel really bad for people who don't have, you know, the same privilege that we do. Like, we definitely have to acknowledge like the type mm-hmm. of lives that you and I live. And like, there's just so much to be thankful. We're both very comfortable in like our home lives and stuff. Like, but I can just, my heart goes out to people who come from unsafe homes and, yeah. you know, have, don't have their own space. Mm-hmm. toxic homes abusive homes like I couldn't imagine being stuck my heart goes out to you if you know anyone finds themselves in that situation <laughs> um but yeah you know hopefully better days are coming yes we know that they are we know that they are for sure none of, none of this hopefully stuff all right all right I just like around the, just around the river bend you know yeah I feel like it's coming okay before yeah. Um, we move on. I remember early in the pandemic, my brother and I were talking about the Spanish flu. And after the Spanish flu, I think, don't quote me, was the roaring 20s. And everybody like got mm-hmm. out of like isolation and like the sadness of the pandemic and just lived their best lives. And I yes. am hoping, I am hoping and praying that we can have a roaring 20s after COVID-19. Minus the racial inequalities and class war that was yes, happening. Yes, 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 definitely. You better believe that this house is going to have open doors. There's going to be people flowing in and out. The, vo- the, the I don't know why I said vodka. The alcohol will be flowing. <laughs> the food is always going to be there. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to be at home. I'm always mm-hmm. going to be somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But then I can't help but <laughs> think about the Great Depression that came after that. I know, yeah. <laughs> Oh, but Please. one step, one step at a time, <laughs> yeah. one step at a time. Let's follow, let's follow this train of good thought, personal highs of 2020. Personal highs. Admittedly, I don't have that many. Okay. Thank the, one God. That, the one that came to mind first was, um, I worked camp for the first time. Oh yeah. <laughs> which was, if any, if you know me. If you know any about, if you've ever worked with me in mm-hmm. any capacity, mm-hmm. I have consistently said when offered, I'm not working camp. I am not that type of guy. I'm not, no, it's not <laughs> out of my wheelhouse. Yeah. And then I don't know what happened. I think it was, um, it boiled down to me just wanting to help somebody. And I want to help people or something. And it turned out to be, the most fun nine weeks I've ever worked in a summer. Oh my God. It was so fun. And most of the kids stayed through like the entire eight, nine weeks. <clears throat> so I like, we I had a friendship with the kids. I had a real bond with my co-counselor, Cecilia, if you're listening, I love <laughs> you girl. Um, and she got, oh my God, this is a personal high, but um, uh, earlier in the summer, she um was telling me about this camping trip that her and her boyfriend are we're gonna go on and I joked around and I was like oh if he's gonna propose he's gonna do it on that trip because they've been together for five years or something and she went on the camping trip came back and she texted me a photo and I was in class it came on my computer and she was like you were right and it was a picture (gasps) of her and her now fiance and it made me so happy 
You called it. I really did. You know, I should be Risa Caputo, move over. I am the Long Island medium. <laughs> you were the middle no, frog of medium. In the middle alliteration. Hello. Yes. <laughs> no, but I I had more fun than I imagined A and B probably could have had by myself with every with like a regular summer working mm-hmm. do you know what I mean I so remember I, in the summer you would text me like sn- like pictures of like you and these kids and like you would have them all up in your like personal space and you guys would be laughing and you'd be like this is my favorite kid and you put filters on them and like they were just like eating it up like loving their lives it uh... Those kids, man, the ones that stayed through the whole um, the whole summer, they got a mm-hmm. special place in my heart. Oh, they're in there. And if and when I ever get to see them again, if they forget me, game over. <laughs> I'll never believe in love again. Oh uh, no, <laughs> never again. Never it, again. Like in those positions, like just you know, these kids look up to you. They trust you. You're the reason yeah. that they have something to do every day, and like. It's just, it hits different when you really start to form a bond. with Yeah. Like, and that's coming from like the rules, the like the bad cop. Because mm-hmm. we were paired up good cop and bad cop and I was mm-hmm. a bad cop and I had no problem with that. Because mm-hmm. I'll run a pool deck like nobody's business. You step out of yeah. line. Yeah. Hello. But, I remember like um, when we were instructing together, um, I would always ask specifically for the preschoolers. Like I hated working with kids who could like form sentences. It was just not my scene. And you only liked kids who were like, like 12, 10, 11. I only ever, I only ever taught until I started teaching private lessons. I only ever taught child lessons, six to 12. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like the opposite of that. I was like, I hate teaching now like the preschoolers kids, like, give me give me the preschoolers like I want them they're so mm-hmm. cute yeah they're cute until one of them like throws up in the pool yeah don't get me started I've definitely watched a kid swallow water and jump around and then wait for just, it yep he was just like okay so picture this I'm in the training pool and I have this kid who's like really tall. And this is when the, the pool dropped and we had those tables in, but mm-hmm. he was really tall. So he was like jumping and he was exciting. He was, he was excited. He was like, I could touch the floor. had a big smile on his face, but he would bounce like up and down. And whenever he went like flat on his feet, his mouth would go under and he would come up and jump like up and down, up and down. And every time he went down and back up, he would swallow water. And I saw the excitement on his face turn into like turmoil. And he literally looked at me and I looked at him and we made eye contact as he threw up into the pool. And I was like, I I was like standing in front of him. I thought to myself, I was like, I hate my life. I blew the whistle and I got out and like the pool cleared. And all you saw was just the remainder of this kid's lunch, like just. Uh, And yep. I miss it. I don't. <laughs> I miss it. I miss Why? it. Why? Why? I'm, you know this. I'm a very like busy person, mm-hmm. and I think the only reason I miss work is that it gave me something to do. Yeah. 
minus like any bond I might have with any of my friends at work or any of the kids that I teach or, the, or those families. I just want to do something, bro. I, just want to- I feel you. See, that's where you and I differ because I am such a homebody. I can be totally satisfied just staying at home doing nothing. Like literally, well, I mean, I'd have to do something to take up my time, like paint mm-hmm. or I don't know, watch something, cook, clean. But like, I don't know. Work to me is the most valuable when I can make connections with people, mm. honestly. So I don't know. It's just the type of person I am, I guess. Like definitely a people person. I love talking to people. Yeah. Which something that I've learned about myself this year mm-hmm. is that I am comfortable with doing absolutely nothing mm-hmm. funnily enough because like the first like three four or five months of the pandemic like up until I started working pretty much full-time at camp I was like sitting on my ass whittling my thumbs um bleached my hair yeah was you something did. to do I did I totally forgot about that do I regret it yes did I look kind of good though yes um no but I'm so, like now especially that school's finished like this weird like month break that I've had hit me with like a two o'clock wake up hit me with like absolutely nothing like sitting on my ass until someone says it's time for dinner <laughs> yeah it's so easy but but that, like it's not totally out of my head yet where my mm-hmm. own like You've been on your ass for four hours. (laughs) What are you going to do about it? Oh. Yeah. For those of you who didn't know Nick before the pandemic, this guy was like booked and busy, like literally not even nine to five, but like six to nine, I want to say, between dance, school, getting to and from, working, you know, it was just a lot. You were always on the run, like always. I loved it. I love that shit. Ugh. I don't know how I'll ever be able to get up at 6.30 ever again. Oh, man, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. Let me tell uh, you. How, yeah, you just start, you started work this week. Yeah, I did. I did start work. How's the but, transition been? Um, you remember the first night before I had work, I was like, hey, I'm going to bed. It was 11. And I slept at 3 that night. Oh. But honestly, you just need to have like one miserable day of being tired and then the body the resets. Day, yeah. Like you just go to bed at like nine, 10. But yeah. You know, I just know that whatever routine I will have set out for mm-hmm. myself mm-hmm. by the end of this will be completely washed out like a week into whatever I'm doing after. Because if, if, um, if like, I don't know, I almost said if school comes back early, I'm graduating in April. Oh, that's also I'm... weird. Whoa, whoa. Have you thought about that? I try not to. I try not to. Fair enough. It's just really overwhelming. It is. It's it really is. Terribly overwhelming. Okay. Speaking of overwhelming. <laughs> Segways are so good. Um, what was this? Might have been easier for you to think about, but lows. 
2020 lows but not just the low how did you pull how, how did you pull through how did you resolve all right so let me preface with like mm -hmm. you know again like i'm recognizing my privilege i definitely have not had a really rough time mm -hmm. with COVID-19 and just, you know, being isolated and stuff. But, you know, there were times where, you know, I felt very, very lonely. And like, I think the lowest point um, of the pandemic for me was just like not having access to a safe space mm -hmm. um, due to, cause like I lived with one, two, five other roommates and, you know, living with five people during a pandemic was like not the smartest idea. Like in hindsight, I don't know what I was thinking when I signed up to live at that place. Um, but you know, when you live with five people and we're all kind of isolated to our rooms and stuff, you start to, um, you know, take on other people's drama, take on other people's, mm -hmm. mm, I don't want to say negativity, but like just problems and they become more apparent and you don't really have a place to run to, especially during a, pandemic mm -hmm. because it's not open open arms everywhere you go anymore like you definitely have to be smart about who you see and like you know when restrictions started to come in it was like I have nowhere to run but here you know mm -hmm. um so you know like for example like normally during the school term whenever like times get tough I like come back to Mississauga I come back to my home but my family was doing you know renos um and like my room wasn't even a room. It was just like ripped up completely. And like, I didn't even have a bed to sleep in. Like my poor parents and my brother were like living in the basement, the three of them and like going to work and coming home every day just because everything else was like torn up and they had nowhere else to go. Mm -hmm. um, so I had my student home and, you know, just some things got a little messy. And then um, I guess getting out of it included me being a big girl and being like, hey, like we need to have a tough conversation, you know, sitting down and talking to people and being very honest, which is hard to do. It's very yeah. hard to do, especially mm -hmm. when it comes to like your living space, because you don't want to piss people off and make it toxic. But like at some point you get pushed to your limit and you have to say something. Um, but yeah, so, you know, just a lot of unlearning and relearning and like being like, yeah, I have to do this and I have to stand up for myself and like say these things and get it mm -hmm. off my chest. And yeah, that sort of changed when I moved back home. Thank God. I knew it wasn't going to be a forever thing, but yeah. What about you? Uh, you know, that when I, when I wrote this question and this like outline, <laughs> I was like, oh, it, like, what was me? What was me? What was me? Uh, this happened. This happened. Yeah. School shut down. This happened. You got broken up with. X, Y, and Z. Um, but I have, to, I have to copy your answer, not because I didn't have one, because it was just so the same. Mm -hmm. And I was, like, it, it went from me, like, like we were talking about, it went from me being out of the house from 6.30 to like midnight mm -hmm. every single day <clears throat> to me sitting on my app doing absolutely nothing. Yeah. And I don't know whether it was um, by my own volition or anything, but I just like, I like wallowed in it. Yeah. Yeah. Which, it's easy I, to which, do that, you know? which now I understand was like acceptable, but I was like hitting myself for like not doing anything. Mm -hmm. 
and I just I I can't really explain it, but I just I was like, like what like what now? Like, what do I do? It was like your purpose was kind of taken away from you, you know, like like the, like the biggest like the low like the but if I had to put a label on it, like the biggest low is like me not knowing what to do, mm-hmm. you know, because it was it was a shock to everybody's system. Yeah, that they couldn't and when I was working camp they'd be like oh the pool's gonna reopen mm-hmm. just kidding this is gonna happen just kidding and it just it, the, the routine got so repetitive like whatever I set up for myself like, got so repetitive I go like I go on walks I do this and then mm-hmm. at this at some point it just kind of got like oh my god like I've seen yeah, this I've tree walked. six yeah. times <laughs> That cigarette butt is still there. Like, yeah. Those people have definitely had sex in that car. Mm-hmm. Like it's it was just got so monotonous and so it's just got boring. Yeah, I feel it's just you. got so boring. And I don't know what changed. But I know something. I know something did. Because now I sit here and I'm like, oh. Let's go annoy my sisters. Let's go do this. Let's record a podcast. Let's, mm-hmm. and, I'm, and I'm fine with it. One thing that I really appreciate, like a low-key lesson that was taught by COVID-19 was, or like the pandemic and just being isolated in your homes was like, you have nothing to fill your time except for your thoughts. And like, why not fill that free time with doing things that you like or being present in your relationships or mending a broken one, you know? Mm-hmm. It gave you, at least in my opinion, like the lockdown gave me more time to think about what I wanted and the type of person I want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you had all this time in the world. So like, why not be that person you want to be, you know? And like, I, I just, I feel like I'm just in a better state when it comes to my relationships and like yeah. my mental state and my self-care and my self-love. Like, I just feel very content and I feel like it, I wouldn't be there if it wasn't for COVID you know yeah it's weird like no I, I totally get what you're saying like at the time like we were saying like everyone's like life was well life was full of opportunity and mm-hmm. everyone was living their best lives and x y and z and, da, 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 and everything was like shattered by COVID but like as you were like when you were saying that I was like wait hold on hold on <laughs> I'm I, like, this is like kind of okay. Yeah, definitely. Like I, there's like, there's a weird like stability returning. Yeah. I don't know what, I don't know what it is, but all the relationships that I have are like solid. Mm-hmm. My sisters haven't cut my head off yet. I haven't <laughs> cut off their heads yet. Nice. I haven't, the, the, like no one's been in a domestic anywhere. Everyone that I care about that I know of is safe and everyone's fine. And I'm like, you know what? I'm okay with this. Yeah. Like we did it. Like we did it, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I say it's that like... so like un- unironically like all the time. <laughs> um, Cassie thought that I was mocking Kamala. And I was like, first of all, any- anything and everything I say about Kamala Harris is all out of love. Mm-hmm. I just think it's so funny that when she found out that they won, she called Joe and she was like, we did it. 
They did it, Joe. I think it's so funny, and I respect that woman to the end of my life. Anyway, yeah. you were saying, we were going um, to say. Honestly, I was kind of distracted there, but you know, yeah, like it's it's just, COVID gave me a lot of time to think and, you know, mm-hmm. and COVID also gave me a lot of time to do and act upon those thoughts. And like, I just feel mm-hmm. very present in everything in my life, which is really nice to say because yeah. before, you know, it was like, oh, what time is it? I have to catch the bus to to get to this place for this time. Or like, you know, it was just like, go, 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 go. But now I just, I feel like we were all kind of given time to breathe and just figure shit out. Figure shit out that we've been avoiding for a really long time, you know? Yeah, I love that. Snap, yeah. snap, 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 snap. Okay, last last question. What are you mm-hmm. gonna take with, what, what are you taking with you into 2021? Um. Mm, the change of pace honestly like I really Mm -hmm. enjoy you know having time to myself and just understanding myself and being able to reach out to people and not think twice about like other pressing issues obviously there are still things that I need to do like school and work but like there's just so much more time to just really Mm. you know reach out to people like before I would have never thought of recording a podcast episode with you but you know like look at us here we are here we are (laughs) Uh, we're so present in the moment (laughs) love it what about you what are you gonna take oh I'm taking my time you know (sighs) I'm taking my time into 2021 I perfect like we've said a few times now I'm so stuck in everybody else's time I'm stuck Mm -hmm. in work time I'm stuck Mm -hmm. in gym time school time friend time 2021 it's your time. Oh me. me. I love that. I Ooh. I feel like a lot of people are realizing like the power of just like paying attention to yourself and like yes. understanding what you want and how you can get those things mm-hmm. because when you have time like you can do so much with it if you choose to spend it wisely obviously but you know it's nice. What's that saying where it's like if you could pick time, money or health like what would you pick? I feel like kind of because of COVID, we, we have all three right now. And obviously yeah. like that's in varying amounts, again. but like, yeah, definitely <laughs> in varying amounts, but like, you know, we have so much time. We, you and I fortunately are like financially stable Yeah, in health. Thank God we're like healthy. But the one thing that was taken away from us kind of was like the freedom to go to the clubs and talk to people and whatever. Yeah, but, but you know what? We're looking forward to Getting absolutely shit faced, blastered, twenty twenty one. Yeah, definitely. My me time involves lots of alcohol, lots of friends, a good pair of shoes, and a mm-hmm. dirty ass dance floor. I love. Yeah. I love. Okay, so I'm doing this thing this year with the mm-hmm. podcast where mm-hmm. um, everybody with um, with all my guests, I'm playing the. We're playing. We're playing everybody out with their favorite song at the moment. Love. So. Um. Okay. So there's a song that I'm listening to. I've been listening to a lot. I think it's from the '70s, and it was from. I discovered it from my deceased uncle's playlist, and it's called "You've Got a Friend" by James Taylor. Oh. oh. 
I don't know if you know that song. Oh it's a my god! Song. And if you're my friend and you're listening to this podcast, I dedicate that song to you. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you, you for thank you for spending some time talking about what was probably the worst year yeah. of our lives. I yeah, think. Definitely. Um. Here's "You Got a Friend" by James Taylor. When you're down and troubled And you need a helping hand And nothing, oh, nothing is going right Close your eyes and think of me And soon I will be Brighten up even your darkest night. You just call up my name, and you know wherever I am, I'll come running. Oh, yeah, babe, to see you again. All you got to do is call And I'll be there, yeah, yeah, yeah You've got a friend If the sky above you Should turn dark and full of clouds and that old north wind should begin to blow Keep your head together And call my name out loud now Soon I'll be knocking upon your door Just call up my name And you know wherever I am I'll come running Oh yes I will see you again Winter, spring, summer or fall yeah. All you got to do is call got a friend people can be so cold they'll hurt you and desert you well they'll take your soul if you let them oh yeah but don't you let them you just call out my Come on.
see you again Oh babe, don't you know about Winter, spring, summer, fall Hey now all you've got to do is call Lord I'll be there, yes I will You've got a friend You've got a friend, yeah Ain't it good to know you've got a friend Ain't it good to know you've got a friend Oh yeah, yeah, you've got a friend